You are listening to A&R Podcast, episode 10. And on today's episode, we'll dive into relevant pop culture news. And we'll also talk about collecting as a kid, our experiences, and how collecting has evolved over the years to today. So let's go. We are so glad to have everybody on board today. This is episode 10. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about, we're going to dive in a little bit of some pop culture related news. And then we're going to get into our growing up as, you know, as kids, our collections and, you know, what we had to go through the process and how collecting has evolved to present day. So before we do that, I do want to welcome all of our co-hosts today. We do have an addition to our teams. We're called the Fantastic Four now. So I want to go around the table, our digital table, and say hi to everybody. D, how are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Hope you're good too. I am good. I'm staying safe, and you're, I know you're staying safe. How was my friend Chris? How are you doing, Chris? I am good. Glad to be here. Sixth episode for me. Glad <laughs> yes, you're keeping yes. me. <laughs> <laughs> You have well, no choice. We, we it's in the contract. Yes, we've been always talking about your contract. And speaking of uh, contract, we did sign up a new member to our A and R Army. It is his debut. It is my friend Telford. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. It's good to be here. You know, numero uno here for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we appreciate you coming on board and giving your insight. And I uh, can't wait to uh, continue this. Uh, the team has went from one to four members in 10 episodes. Uh, we're growing fast as a team. There's so many things coming down the pipeline, and so I'm excited to get going. All right, so as like what we always do, we go around the table and talk about what we got and what we watched. So we'll start off with D. Sir, how was your week in terms of all that? Uh, what did I get? I went and bought myself a Bring Arts Cloud figure. I started playing Final Fantasy VII, so Ooh, I nice. I went yeah. back in time and ordered myself a Cloud. Nice. And what I watched, I finished Superstore, and I dabbled in a little Blood and Guts with Invincible. So I'm super excited to watch that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Cloud. Yeah, I remember like you know. 20 years ago, you said cloud, everybody would say Final Fantasy. Now you say cloud, and people are like, well, what digital story are you talking about? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> How times have changed. <laughs> yes, cloud is the only character I know from Final Fantasy. And yeah, that's about it. Because <laughs> I'm, really, I'm not a big gamer for Final Fantasy, but yeah, it's a, I know it's a massive game for a lot of fans. I never played it back in the day, so this is new for me. Oh, you're in for a treat. I, I know some people who religiously play that game and yes. just rave about it. Uh, I almost um, uh, got kicked out of school because I spent the entire time playing <laughs> Part 7. <laughs> All right. Speaking of getting kicked out of places, uh, Chris, what, did you, uh, what kind of hauls did you get or what did you watch this week? So I've been watching a lot of movies, um, 80s movies to be exact. One of my new favorite sci-fis well it's not a new movie it's uh they live with roddy piper in there and uh if you haven't seen it it's a good one it's a lot of cheesiness and i love how roddy piper for him to go into the movie he had to have a contract saying he gets to have a 12 minute wrestling match with one mm -hmm. of the characters so definitely are you serious yeah it's That's uh Amazing. Yeah, and, it's one of my uh, favorite where can, movies, where can, too. Where can we watch this? <clears throat> it's not on... You could try and find it on streaming. I have the Collector's Edition Blu-ray for it, oh, okay. so okay. I'll lend it to you if you want it. Okay. It's yeah, good. Definitely. And uh, for toys, I uh, recently picked up the Series 1 McFarlane Tortured Souls. And that sounds like you. That sounds right up your alley. <laughs> yeah. I, I had these figures when I first got back into collecting, and then I got rid of them. And then looking at it now, I'm like, I want them back. And, you know, I cut, I opened some of them, and they still have that fresh plastic smell. Oh, you mean the toxic plastic that McFarland puts in there? Is it really toxic? I don't no, think Alvin's so. just biased. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. 
I lead, meant the McFarlane is toxic, not the package. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, or was that it? Uh, and I also got the House of X uh, wave, mm. which is pretty cool. I'm going to have to make a diorama for that. Did you get the entire wave, or just some of the characters? The entire wave. Ooh, okay. And that's that's exciting. Telling. You were only going to get a couple of them. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I don't know. I'm just... You know, anything that's X-Men, I'm always a big fan of. And it's a, a 2019 kind of new version of the X-Men. You know, it was... Uh, I, I have most of the comics. I'm not going to start reading it until I have all of them because I hate doing that. Uh, but yeah, I have one space left in my uh, IKEA display cabinet for another set of something, so... See what I'll fill that nice. with later. Nice, nice. All right, okay, all right. Anything else in there? Or is that it? <laughs> I think that's most of it, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Telford, my friend, what? how was your week? Did you get anything? Did you watch anything? Oh, yeah. Well, I got a bunch of stuff. Uh, what, what, are, what did I get? I got um, some Storm figures, some Storm collectibles stuff, Mortal Kombat stuff. I got uh, Noob Sabot. Uh, what else did I get? Motaro. <laughs> oh, Motaro's a big boy. Oh man, it's massive. Such a cool looking figure. Um, my buddy Andre, actually, I have to blame him for getting me hooked on these uh, Mortal Kombat figures. <laughs> oh, uh, they're draining me right now. <laughs> but uh, what else? Um, I think. Oh, and I I, I picked up a uh, figure arts uh, Count Dooku too this week, which. Uh, I've been looking for for a while, and he looks great. Um, as far as watching stuff, um, hmm, just been watching a lot of like kind of older stuff, and I I agree with uh, Chris on They Live. It's it's a classic. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah. Um, Did you at all watch the The Invincible at all? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife and I we just finished uh, watching the the third episode tonight and loved it. So good. Uh, was there anything else that you watch, or was that it? Um, uh, I think that's pretty much it uh, this week. Yeah, I just finished uh, a real strenuous work uh, few months, so uh, just getting back into not, not working so much, so it's nice. I, I have been actually playing a lot of video games in the last few days, so catching up on that. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, video games. I need to get into video games too. I haven't played in a bit. Oh man. Um, in terms of what I've got, oh, I had me a week. <laughs> I was a good week. Last week was not so crazy, but this week, oh, made up for it. Um, what did I get? Okay, well, first of all, I went to one of our local Canadian online retailers and I was able to get some things on flash sale. So I picked up some Star Wars Black Series figures like the Endor, Leia, and Han at discount. Nice. So I jumped jumped on the chance of that. Then I also picked up on discount is the Transformers Deluxe uh, Bug Bite, which is like the um, the version um, of Bumblebee, but in a you know the black and white kind of paint job. Oh, cool! So it's like his his, pol his polar opposite kind of character, right? So I got him, and then um, from Dorkside Toys, I I forgot I even pre-ordered these because it's been like eight months since it, you know I pre-ordered them was the Commander Wolf from the Black Series and General Dr uh, Grievous from the Black Series as well. So nice. they showed up today. So that, I'm pretty stoked about that, about those two. And then um, I also got eight G.I. Joe Infantry Troopers today. <laughs> so I, I cannot wait. These are not the the class the, the rare ones. They're from Target and Toys R Us exclusive. I already have those. But these are the ones that are available everywhere, pretty much online retailers everywhere. So I was able to get that, and so that army build is going to be really nice. And then I also picked up three of the um, Star Wars, um, the, the Troopers, uh, the recent one that came out. The, the names escape me now, can't remember. But uh, picked those three of those, so we're going to be doing a nice army build for those guys. And then I got my Grail. <laughs> What's that? It is... There's only two figures that I am missing in my entire collection that I wanted, and one of them I've got today. Um, it is the SH Figure Arts Dragon Ball SS 
God Goku. Nice. With the red hair. I, I've been wanting this figure for so long. It's eluded me so many times. And finally is in my hands today. Oh, I thought now you had I'm it done. this whole time. No, I did not. No, I did not. That was the one figure <laughs> missing. I, I came close. I came close to getting it from somebody, but then the deal fell through. But, uh, yeah, I got it for a good price from a gentleman in the States who shipped it to me. And uh, now I am complete in that section of Dragon Ball. I'm happy. And now there's only one more figure left in my grail. And I never have to look at anything in the past. Because <laughs> there's nothing at all in the past that I want. I have everything I want. Right? So one more figure left. And that is a Gamora. I need a comic book version of Gamora, which Marvel Legends came out with one. It was a green colored one, right? I don't know if you guys remember. Yeah, that yeah the box set. Yeah. yeah, so I seen it for $100 open, and I said, no, I'm not paying $100 for this thing. And I should have paid $100 for it because it's probably worth $150 now. But uh, you know what? It's going to be in due time. I think they're going to be making one very soon anyway. So yeah, for it's sure. about time they make one updated yeah. version. So, yeah. I mean, aside from that, I I have everything I possibly would want, so I'm very happy with this. Uh, in terms of what I watched, uh, I'm one episode away from finishing the, uh, the Superstore show. Uh, the last episode I'm, I'm going to watch probably tomorrow or something like that. So I'm one away from that. But in terms of pop culture stuff, uh, I did watch Invincible, and we'll talk about that uh, as one of our topics. But yeah, what a show. I mean, talk about, you know, stepping in the right direction right off the bat. Like, it, it, it hits you right in the jugular right off the bat. Like, it's such a, you know, well-paced show versus what, you know, D, you've told me from the comic line, how long it took them to actually get going. So, this is kind of ramped up. And, and I like the fact they gave us three episodes. Like, really got us deep into it right away. And I, I can't wait because... It's only going to get better. I, I, it just, you can tell. The people are already talking about it. It's a craze. That It's a hit. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, what else did I watch? Well, you know, we did. I did watch the Falcon Winter sh uh, Soldier show, which we have our own special podcast bonus episode. So if anybody's listening, be sure to go check that out. It is full with spoilers. So don't listen to it if you haven't watched the show. And we're going to spoil everything for you. And speaking of spoiling it for you, we're not going to spoil... The Invincible show we're going to talk about right now. We're just going to talk about what we thought of it. But we're not going to spoil that because we do have somebody in our group here. <laughs> not going to mention any names. Hasn't watched it yet. So we'll wait for that person to watch it. Then we can delve deep into it. They didn't do their homework. Tisk tisk. You didn't tell me to but, watch uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't I have to tell you. Yeah, why do I have to tell you this? It deserves to send out a nerd signal. <laughs> it, if, if it's... Well, we did have a nerd signal. It's on our Instagram. That's our nerd <laughs> signal right yeah, there. Yeah, true, true. Uh, at AstonishingNR, if anyone is wondering. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we had it posted on there. So if we have it posted on there, it's cool, and you should go definitely check it out. Anything we post on there, go check it out. It's it's worth it. Yeah. Okay, so let's dive into this uh, first topic, uh, Invincible. So, D, uh, I want you to start it off. What do you, what do you think of the show? Uh, someone who loved the comics, I loved the show as well. I I was afraid there would be so many changes that it wouldn't be the same book that I fell in love with. But any change made, I feel like it only benefited it. It would have been nice. too much filler otherwise. It was able to pull people in from episode one. Like everything they did, they did for a reason. So I respect the decision they chose to do it in and the direction they're heading. Uh, like you said many times, it's not for kids. And I like how it makes you think it is up until a certain point, and then, bam. That's hilarious. And the That's thing exactly they do in the show, <laughs> they didn't, they didn't. It goes into so much detail, and the fact there's sound effects now gave me goosebumps. Ugh. Well, <laughs> well, I did actually read a couple of the comic books. I was able to quickly uh, go up and read some of them, and yeah, it, it is. A, there's a difference there. But, uh, yeah, you, you know, it's it's crazy how fast it ramped up. You know, it went from, like, you know, sunshine and lollipops, you know, this, you know, nice kid looking to get his powers and have a relationship with his dad to all of a sudden, what the hell is going on here, right? <laughs> like it, it's crazy. And then episode one, the ending was just ridiculous. I didn't see that coming. You know, like, I was like, whoa, what do we have here? 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, do you, was there anything else you wanted to add to that? Oh, no, I'm glad when people chime in because then I can <laughs> see how excited they are too to feed off of it. Um, well, I was going to ask Chris how was it, but he didn't do his homework, so we're just going to, you know, make sure you watch it, Chris, next week or some, by next week. We will talk about more of it as the episode 4 drops. So that is your homework for the week. I can watch it. All right, Chris. <laughs> I can even tell you about the awesome movie I did watch. Which Keep it a minute. Uh, you guys really need to watch Welcome to Marwin. It was an amazing movie. And yeah, you've been telling us about this for quite a bit. It must be really good. I need to get on that for sure. I'll give you a little minute preview, less than that. So it's based on a true story. This guy, he was an amazing illustrator and something happened he gets beat to the brink of death but he survived thankfully although he woke up and he had no memory of who he was he didn't even know he was an illustrator so in a comfort zone he created this city and started doing toy photography with dolls and one of the figures was him as an army guy and so it's a bit of real life and a bit of toy story it's like if you take adult life and made it into toy story movie it was so good you should go watch it it's on netflix it's called welcome to marwin so amazing and that's with steve carell right you know what i was surprised because yeah it is steve carell and you'd expect that typical kind of like a Jim Carrey movie, you know, you'd expect Jim yeah. Carrey funniness. It yeah, was yeah, definitely. It was so perfect. He didn't overdo it. There was a bit of his comedy in there, but it wasn't enough to take away from the character he was playing. It was just so good. It's whimsical. It's amazing. I'll probably watch it again. That's how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for sure. I'll, I'll definitely check that. I'll do my homework. You do your homework. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Telford, what did you think of Invincible? Loved it. Uh, I was procrastinating a little bit on watching it. Um, again, I'd been a bit tired, so I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get to it. And then I got to it, and I couldn't stop watching it. We just plowed through the uh, three you, episodes. Did you burn through all... You went through all the episodes in a row, or did you take oh, yeah. time off between them? Uh, we, we watched as much as we could yesterday until uh, until it was bedtime, but... Uh, we finished it off uh, this this evening during dinner, and man, it's so good. <laughs> I I didn't have any knowledge of the comic books. I I like I knew that Robert Kirkman had done it, and I was looking forward to that. But I was also worried that it was going to be a slow burn, like Walking Dead was. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, it, I was wrong. <laughs> it was really really good. It, it's crazy the imagination Robert Kirkman has. To bring The Walking Dead to for you know for fun and then to do this show, I mean the man is insane mm-hmm. on his ability and imagination. So mm-hmm. so good, definitely. So yeah, I mean it's uh, yeah. I mean for me, like when I watched this, I was you know I went in with you know high expectations because you know D has mentioned that it's been a good show, a good comic book read, and I did hear some chatter about it through other people, and so I had high expectations. And boy, let me tell you. They exceeded my expectation. This show is phenomenal. Oh, totally! It just, it just it grips you. It grips you and it puts you in place, and you don't want to move. Like I, I went through all three episodes in one sit. I just went burn right through. I didn't, I didn't even want to take a break at all from. It. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta watch all of it because if I don't watch all of it, I'm gonna regret it. So, yeah, I, I definitely was so pleased with it. I can't wait for episode four to drop. The yeah, cool same. thing with Amazon is. I think Amazon drops their episodes uh, like usually a day before the actual drop date, and I think it's something to do with maybe European time zone or something like that, because the show and I we, we posted it on our Instagram right away, because everyone was expecting it to drop on Friday, but it actually dropped on Thursday in the daytime. Hmm. So we posted it on Instagram, telling everybody, "Hey, all three episodes are there. Go watch it," and you know people were like, "Oh, it's already on," so people started going and started watching it. Hmm. So, yeah, and they've done that before, Amazon. I don't know, but they always, they say a certain date, but they actually drop it the day before. So, oh, that's cool. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind you know, either. Good to me. <laughs> but it is a weekly thing, though, so it's going to be one episode per week, which kind of sucks. Yeah. We get spoiled by Netflix for having everything in front of us, right? 
Yeah. All right, okay, so we'll move on to our next topic here. We'll talk about the Obi-Wan Kenobi show that's going to come out on Disney+. And we got to, you know, finally see the actual roster of characters. So, you know, we got Ian McGregor. We got Hayden Christensen coming back. So it was nice to see him finally come back. But then we got a list of other people. And it looks like Disney really is, you know, really balanced out their cast in terms of, you know, a variety of people from different ethnicity backgrounds. So it's nice to see that as well. Very Supr- A couple of surprises. And a couple of surprises, you know, like, for example, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., a.k.a. Ice Cube's son, um, you know, having him there, it's interesting, you know, we'll see how he, you know, plays a role. And then you have um, Kunal, uh, Kumal, I can't believe I'm butchering this name, <laughs> but uh, Kumal Nanjani, um, he's from, the, I remember him from um, Silicon Valley, which is a good show. I love that show. Yeah, great show. And he's also, he's also from the Eternals movie that has never dropped yet. Who knows when it's going to drop? But <laughs> yeah, if it drops, uh, does anybody care <laughs> at Not this really. point right now? But yeah, um, so we'll go around the table and maybe you guys can give us, uh, give me your thoughts on um, who you guys are, you know, kind of thought of as a surprise in the group or who you think that is going to be interesting to follow in the show. Do you, did you look at the, some of the casting and who do you think was interesting? I did, and as a non-Star Wars fan, I was just like, okay. But that doesn't mean I don't appreciate the actor's choice here. Uh, I do like O'Shea Jackson a lot in the films he was in. Like, whenever I see him, I'm blown away by his range, which is surprising. Ice Cube isn't a bad actor or anything, but he wasn't known as an actor, so... It's just funny seeing his kid take up that mantle. It's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Joel Edgerton is one of my favorite actors. He kind of just blends in. He just pops up in movies, and then he always excites me when I see him. So it's going to be cool to see him on screen. And then they brought back uh, Hayden and Ewan McGregor, which surprised well, me. Well, they brought Joel back as well, right? So... Yeah. Yeah, his was like a minor... Yeah, character but they kept it consistent they... so it, it's yeah. fascinating they even brought him back so they're just going all out here yeah it's it's, it's gonna be very interesting so who is he did, who did you say he was uncle uncle owen yes yeah yeah um chris i know you're not a huge star wars fan either but were there any characters or sorry actors in here that kind of perked your interest and say okay well you might keep in touch and see what's going on uh well you know, I'm not a huge fan, but, you know, I've seen pretty much all of the movies and I'm kind of ac- uh, excited to see uh, Hayden Christensen come back and definitely Mc- McGregor because, you know, we all love them in Star Wars, uh, the three well, new it, episodes. Hayden's a, huh? Hayden's a good old, good old Vancouver boy, like, you know, Telford pointed out, so... You know, nice to see him come back to the fold. Yeah, let's see uh, if they give him better written lines because, you know, they weren't all that good in uh, previous movies that he was in. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be honest with you, it's probably something I will get around to watching because, you know, if I've seen all the other movies, I'll probably want to see this as well. Is it going to be a movie or a TV show? It's a TV, TV show. It's a series. Oh, okay, sweet. So I'll probably yeah. still watch it because we'll probably yeah. be doing podcasts about it. So I need to know my yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, we'll definitely we'll touch base <laughs> on it. It'll give you guys to the non-Star Wars fans in our group here, give you guys a chance to kind of explore and see this side of it. Uh, the one person that I'm you know interested in is uh, Indra Varma because I liked her character in Game of Thrones. She was... Uh, she was pretty savage in Game of Thrones, so I'm looking forward to seeing what these, you know, all of them, like so many good, you know, choices here, and it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it all works out. You know, Disney wants diversity. Okay, that's great. You get diversity, but can they, can they act? Can they act together as a cohesive group here? Because that's what it's all about here. You, you can bring everybody from all walks of life. That's fantastic to make it all look nice and shiny in front of everybody. But if they can't act or they can't work together as a team, then you have an epic fail here. Exactly. So I'm I'm all for diversity and all that, but 
you know, you better pick the best people for the job suited. Don't just go for diversity, right? So let's see. Let's see what happens. Um, Telford, what, what do you think of any, any besides the big two with McGregor and Christensen, was there anybody else here that perked your interest? You know what? I am pretty much just excited for this. Like, before they started dropping the, uh, before they started dropping the, TV series and the prequels and stuff, I would have been like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I'm really excited. They've been Disney's been killing it with the uh, TV series, and uh, oh, have I'm, they I'm ever? Just, they've been just, yeah, they've been destroying it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not really worried at all. I I think that uh, all of these actors are are more than capable of of filling those roles perfectly. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm super excited for it. Yeah, the another character that um, uh, actor, sorry, uh, is Sung Kang, who was from Fast and Furious. Uh, he was the Korean guy, I believe, who kept eating a bag of chips or whatever it was. The show. <laughs> yeah, so, he's cool. I like him. To see. Yeah, he was he was such a chill character. Now you're just like whatever goes with the flow. Things are exploding mm -hmm. around him. He just keeps walking and hanging out. Says hi to everybody. Fixes his hair. So we'll see how it all pans out. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi show. All right, okay, and we'll talk about our final topic before we get into our big uh, discussion of our collection and how we collected. The last one here is the Marvel Legends reveal of John Walker figure. Now, <laughs> different artwork. They, sh they snuck it in there on the episode two, you know, albeit at a different size. I think it was like a 12-inch size, so not too many people were paying attention to it but they kept the box the exact same design and they gave us a six inch figure that's going to be coming out d are you picking it up no <laughs> wow right off the bat no it what if somebody it picked me. it up for you and gave it to you <laughs> guess what you're getting for your birthday i mean by engineering standards it looks fine i like okay. the size of the new box i just have no attachment to him yet Oh, what I did notice, it. though, and what I did notice the show isn't doing is calling him U.S. agent. They either just call him John Walker or Captain America. So I'm curious if they're even going to refer to him as that in the show now. Maybe at the very end they refer yeah, to him. Yeah, we'll maybe. Uh, Chris, are you picking it up? <laughs> at first I was like, hmm, no. But then I thought, you know what? It would be a good pickup because I would have it in my display that has Stan Lee and a bunch of Marvel characters. So I'll stuff him in there and make a custom paper bag and put it over his head. His head looks fine. <laughs> Don't be rude. The masked version. It's funny how they got that masked version perfectly to the first episode when they showed him off. I'm like, what is with that smile? It's like, um... The angle didn't help because the chin strap isn't sitting on his chin. Like, if you look closely, his neck makes it look like he has this shrunken down head, like the guy from Up, like you pointed out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I swear, man. though, they, they changed the helmet from episode one to episode two. It uh, looks more form-fitting in the second episode. Yeah, maybe his ears don't jut out anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Telford, are you picking it up? No, definitely not. I, uh, I do not collect any MCU stuff, and... Uh, I don't look forward to uh, ever collecting it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? There's, some, there's a lot of good MCU figures. Uh, I, I enjoy watching them. I, I don't. I won't enjoy walking out into my living room and seeing a shelf full of them, though. <laughs> oh man! I uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Am I gonna get it? Uh, you bet your ass. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting it for sure. Uh, I just need a goofy character like him. I don't know what it is, that character. He annoys me, but at the same time, he's just, you know, already in two episodes, and I really like that character. Do I like the actor? Yeah, uh, he's all right, but I just, I just love the character. It's a, such a annoying character that you want to have. Love-hate relationship. Love to... <laughs> like, he, he hasn't even done anything wrong by anyone's standards. <laughs> No, he's exactly doing right. the best he can and everyone just for hates me him. 
for me, you know, I Kurt Russell's like one of my favorite actors, and it's just like, ah, you're not your dad, kid. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It, it's hard to say, man. He's he's had a crazy long career, but I don't know. We'll the, see. You know, the line that got me hooked on who he is and what I'm looking forward to is at the very end. It just said, "Stay out of my our way," mm-hmm. right? That line cemented it for me. I'm like, all right. Now I like this guy because up up until then I'm like ah uh, not really sold on this guy he was just annoying, but when he said that line I'm like okay finally we're getting the guy that we want here he's he's mm-hmm. just you know now letting them know I'm not to be messed with and I will push back before he was a chummy chummy nice guy trying to be you know hugs and you know trying to be all friendly, but now he's just like okay you know I I tried you guys don't want to work with me okay then get out of my way kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Well, you guys probably touched on this uh, during the uh, podcast for the episode, but my my part is when they were fighting on on that truck, and he yeah. pulled a, out a pulled out a gun too. It's like it just shows that he's going to do whatever it takes to win, and yeah. that that's pretty pretty much what his comic book character is like. So I, yeah. I'm excited to see more of that. Oh yeah, we definitely talked about the the truck scene because we had somebody in our in our podcast who j- jumped the gun and wanted to talk about it right away. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was that? a good scene. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> the same guy that didn't watch the Invincible show. <laughs> oh. All right, yeah. So we had three people say no. No, no. Two people said yes, and two people said no. They're not going to get the figure. So we'll see. When the t- when the figures release, we'll see how many of us are lying, and we'll do a count then. It doesn't count as lying if you buy it for us. That's the thing. That doesn't count. <laughs> well, it, it does how did this count figure you... show up on my doorstep? Weird. <laughs> well, if you take it inside the house, then it does count. You're well, <laughs> right? Nobody's telling you to take it inside the house. So I'm not gonna just stare at you while you hold this thing out with your puppy dog eyes. I've been in that position before. <laughs> I would treat that uh, package on my doorstep like a burning bag of dog poop. <laughs> oh. Light it on fire. <laughs> uh. All right. Okay. So we will see when the figure drops, how many of us are going to get it. The Marvel Legends John Walker figure. That's going to be coming out pretty soon, I think. It's probably going to come out in the next couple of months for sure. Yeah, by the All end right, of the, okay. by the end of the season, I guess. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, along with a slew of other figures from that show, guaranteed. It's a huge cash grab for. I wonder uh, if they're gonna do a select uh, one then too, like Wandavision. Oh, why not? Oh, they he's not. Oh, oh yeah, they did Falcon and Bucky, right? Yeah, yeah uh, they might absolutely. as well make their money. It's funny because they should have released his figure as the image instead of those two guys. Yeah. But they released. It's the they did the backwards kind of thing, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah. We'll see, but for sure. All right, okay, so um, let's get into our fun topic today. It is episode 10, and we wanted to do something fun. We wanted to talk about all of us and our collecting history to give um, some sort of background as collectors to everybody that's listening to us. So we wanted to kind of share our um, our childhood collecting uh, all the way up to today, so, some highlights and you know some situations we went to. The figures that you know we valued the most so we're just going to go around in our digital circle here with starting out with d and we're just going to talk about it a little bit and go from there so d why don't you start us off with how you started collecting do you remember the age you started collecting and what you got as one of your first figures and how you kind of spawned from there to today well i think this doesn't really count because every kid had their toys but it all started yeah. with Ninja Turtles, am I right? Like, everyone had Ninja oh. Turtles. Oh, yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> and then, for whatever reason, our parents decided to just give them all away. At some point in our life, they just all vanished. So I didn't have any I didn't have any of those anymore. The one two I do have still is my Street Sharks. And I realized oh, wow. because I appreciate the engineering and the detail put into it. And that's what draws me towards collecting. After a few years of not collecting figures and stuff, I saw the uh, the black suit Spider Man from the Red Hulk wave, the Red Hulk Builder figure, and that just hit home nostalgia wise. Like I needed it, 
And I, I remember texting my friend. I'm like, is it weird to buy this? And then I texted back, like, actually, I don't care what you say. And then I bought it and hung it up on my wall. <laughs> and ever since then, I just decided, like, I'm going to buy the things that I like. It's just things that are on paper, they look cool. And I want to represent them in, like, a physical form. Like, it's the, the fine details and how they capture mm -hmm. them. Like, I want to see how they come about making these things. So I went from comic books to comic book characters. And then there was a point where I started to notice video game characters getting action figures. And I was like, why did none of these things exist when I was like 10 years old? Why, why could I only get a Sonic the Hedgehog ha action figure from a Happy Meal? Now they have all these super articulated ones, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro. So it all boils down to, I guess, I guess it's considered the art, the artistic side of it. And I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Like, I don't know what compels Chris to collect. I know he customizes as well. I think both me and Telford do. But when Chris customizes, he gets really heavy into the face details. Like, he's good at that. And I want to pick his brain on that. <laughs> so when you collect Chris, is it, do you look for those same minor details? Is that what pulls you in? Like, what, what, what do you go for when you collect figures? Everything I collect is completely specific to my wants you know some people will buy an entire wave of figures where i kind of look at specifics are they close to i don't know what you, i don't know i don't honestly i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> trips over some red hand ninjas while he says that whoops <laughs> oh savage <laughs> um but yeah there's a lot of things that i like to look at is it comic accurate you know um facial features, especially if I'm customizing or, you know, if that figure doesn't have the facial features that I want, I can add them by redoing, for example, women, female characters' faces. So I'll take the paint off, put a fresh coat of skin tone down, and then I start doing highlight and contouring. And then I start adding details, you know, being a makeup artist definitely helps me in that aspect so yeah it's uh that's part of when i choose figures that i buy um do you think you go out of your way to buy ugly looking characters to fix them uh, like, do you have that goal sometimes which is cool if you do because i've seen you touch up a jean gray once or twice and they always oh, look yeah. phenomenal after i remember that one yeah definitely and uh, frankenstein yeah. Oh, my bride of Frankenstein. Uh, oh yeah, that's cool too. It really, it all started when, uh, last year when we were in quarantine, there was a guy local who was selling a diamond select dark Phoenix statue. And I always hated it because I didn't like how they painted it. It just did not look like her, but he was selling it for a really good deal. I think I got it for 35 bucks. So oh, I, wow took off all the paint on the face, repainted it, and gave it a fresh coat of metallic red paint on the suit, gold on the gold parts. I even repainted the base to look like it was the dark side of the moon, not some kind of stone. But it all started there, and I really love painting and redoing female characters' faces. So uh how did i get into is it my turn to start yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. okay Let's so <laughs> when i was a kid uh it's me and my brother he's two years older we were a big fan of filmation my brother was definitely into he-man and she-ra was mine and i remember my parents giving us I got the crystal castle and a bunch of she-ra figures I even have a photo of me from when I was like four or five <laughs> opening the crystal castle and I'm like god I wish I still had that but oh, man, that must be that would be probably worth a lot of money right now oh seriously and you know it just changed from there I was big into the Ghostbusters and then I had tons of McFarlane figures 
because he was so good at detailing. And even though they didn't have a lot of articulation, you know, and I kept everything in the package. still don't. bitter for one (laughs) um he was really good at detailing but at that time of my collecting i wouldn't open anything and then it got to the point where i stopped collecting i had bowen statues i had everything sold it all bowen statues huh wow the dark phoenix the phoenix statue electra um yeah anything phoenix i've always had a strong well since shira i've always had a strong female presence as a oh my god women are powerful but uh getting back into collecting it was big difference i was collecting dolls i know i've collected everything which kind of dolls uh barbie collector dolls fashion royalty oh, those are those are highly sought after right now there's some of them are going pretty mm-hmm. uh, penny uh, it's amazing because uh fashion royalty brand bought out the licensing from hasbro to redo the gem and the holograms dolls from the 80s oh, man. Yeah. i had all those and uh i moved back here back in 2016 and i came across the juggy build-a-figure wave and i'm like oh phoenix Oh, and Rogue found them in the wild. I'm like, I'll just buy these two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't stop there. And uh, it's 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 not just, you know, we collect it because we know it. We collect it because it brings us back to a point in our life. Well, mine where, you know, waking up Saturday morning, watching the X-Men, watching Power Rangers, it's it's that point of nostalgia. And, you know, I open everything that I buy. I'm also big into NECA. I love anything horror movie. Elvin, anytime he comes over, he's got to close his eyes and he's like, guide me, oh, where am I going? <laughs> I don't even, there's certain areas of his house. I... There's certain areas of his house I don't even look. <laughs> I, just, I look the other way. <laughs> it's a huge wall. You can't miss it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, you should see my house then. <laughs> I'm never I'm never coming to your house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, All right, let me pose a, let me let me pose a question to you guys. Yeah. Was there was there ever a point and we'll start off with D Chris and then Telford to answer that. Was there a point in your collecting you ever sat back and say I should stop now or you know i think i'm i'm done like was there ever has there come a point right now or ever that you've said that d yeah yesterday and then <laughs> I, and then i looked at a picture of goliath from neca and i was like oh never oh. mind <laughs> so that didn't last long that lasted a whole two minutes but yeah, yeah. no i've totally been there a few times not for any specific reason it's just like okay i have so much stuff like, where am I even going to put this all? I'm not even displaying half of them. But I like knowing I have it. So if I choose to put it up or swap out displays, I have the option to. Chris, have you ever had you know, a moment you sat down and said, okay, I'm, I'm done collecting? Oh, God, yeah. Like, my my collecting has evolved over the years. I'm like, you know how many times I've tried stop collecting pops? I think this is the fourth time now, but uh, I haven't, I bought one a long, a while ago, but you know, we all hit that point where we're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't, but then NECA or a Marvel Legends comes out <laughs> and you're like, oh, I need that. NECA is really taking over. It really is. It's because yeah. they do these obscure lines and I love it. I think yeah. next week. I think next week, one of our topics is going to just be NECA. We'll talk about all the things NECA. <laughs> we'll dedicate, you know, a good portion of our show talking about NECA, which is that company is phenomenal and what they're doing and with the licenses they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about it. they don't actually have the big three, right? And but they're, you know, pulling out figures out of nowhere, hitting the nostalgia points. They're doing all these great things. So I, I think next week we'll definitely dive into NECA deep and 
we'll talk about them next week. But yeah, sorry, carry on, Chris. You're saying. Uh, that's pretty much it. I think we all hit a point in our lives where we say we're done, but somehow, you know, something comes out and it just hits you, and you're, I gotta have it, you know. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Tell for <laughs> how about is. you? Um, you want me to start, uh, how I started and all that jazz? Yeah, yeah, go or, ahead. Uh, you yeah. might as well just start and then, you know, tell us. Uh, yeah, that I'll, I'll, well. I'll tell you the, uh, the highs and the lows and all that. <laughs> okay, go for it. Uh, I, I basically did the same. I collected, like, started collecting Star Wars. My mom, like, bought everything for me and, like, I had all that. And then one day, all of a sudden, she's like, you know what? You should probably sell this. You'll get a lot of money. And I was like... A teenager at that point I was like hey that sounds like a good idea <laughs> so I really regret that and and my Ninja Turtles collection I had I had everything but uh, uh, and then I got into like Chris I, I started collecting like McFarlane stuff like all the uh, horror licenses he was doing and um, really loved all that stuff and then at some point uh, I kind of Got, waned off collecting for a while uh, up until about uh, six years ago my parents passed away and uh, I was going through their place after and uh, found a bunch of my old figures and I was like whoa why did I ever stop collecting nice. <laughs> and quickly learned it was the price of things <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, they've only, but, they've uh, only went up what? since then <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know what? I don't regret. It was kind of like a coping thing kind of for a while. And uh, I, I was mainly collecting Marvel Legends. And then I kind of woke up one day and I was like, you know what? This isn't making me happy anymore to answer the other question. And I sold the majority of my collection of Legends figures. And then I got into uh, collecting Mezco stuff exclusively. <laughs> And that's even more expensive. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then they they started putting out some uh, characters that I really liked uh, in Marvel Legends. So I started collecting Legends again, and then yeah, it's it's been back and forth. I'm I'm all over the place. NECA, Storm collectibles, video game stuff, <laughs> comic stuff, movie stuff. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I don't regret any of it. It. Uh, you know, it it's like D. It's like I like knowing that I have this character. I can pose it, and I also make dioramas and stuff, and do like toy photography. So it's just it's kind of cool, you know, just being able to live out that character that you read about and stuff, and kind of pose them up. Interesting, interesting. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, anything else you want to add? I don't think so. <laughs> Not at the you, moment, I don't think. <laughs> do you see yourself collecting for the next five years at least? Uh, yeah, I do actually. You know, I, my wife, she collects like Lego and stuff, and she's pretty encouraging when it comes to collecting oh, lucky and stuff. You. So. Lucky you. My wife is the total Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's so like, it's when, nice. When, when can we sell these things? <laughs> when can we sell this and get me my Gucci bag? <laughs> yeah, I... I, I recently she she's like hey we gotta maybe scale down a little bit but she she would never say you know what you should get rid of all this like ever she's super cool when it comes like that so that's awesome yeah and oh. it, she's always there i was like should i get that and she's like what am i gonna say no <laughs> <laughs> so, as long as you're paying the bills yeah. right that's all that matters right so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's what yeah. I always tell the wife. If I'm paying the bills, let me you know have some fun here, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, um, okay. Well, I had a lot of ups and downs in, in my life. I, I come from an immigrant family. We didn't have a whole lot of money when we moved here when I was about five years old, and um, so collecting toys was a luxury because it was more about keeping the lights on, putting clothes on our backs, and food on the table. That was our priority. So. You know, when we moved, when I was younger, when I was actually in back home in Fiji, where I, you know, was born, I did have a lot of toys. I remember having a suitcase and it was filled with toys. And one of my favorite toys was my dad got me for Christmas was a train, which I loved trains when I was a kid. And, but I wanted a train that actually emitted smoke out of it. 
<laughs> yes. So, my dad got me a train that had every time you turn it on, it goes around the track. So you build your own track, and it would emit smoke out of it. I don't know if that was the healthiest thing for a kid to have, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know how that smoke was coming out, but it, it was emitting smoke, and it was the coolest thing ever. And I actually took that with me to Canada when I moved. It was the only thing that I could take with me. Uh-huh. So I took that whole train set. I think all the way up to age 15 or 16, I still had that train somewhere in my house. I don't know where it is. I think my mom still got it somewhere. I need to go to her house one day and get it. Or I think I, she got rid of it, but... Um, when I moved here, I didn't have a whole lot of toys. Um, my mom, I remember going to one of these uh, thrift stores, and she got me a Transformers because I was really enamored with Transformers. I was like, what is this thing? This is so cool. And I got this trailer, and I thought, wow, this is so cool. I can put my Hot Wheels cars on there. And then I had a <laughs> friend of mine, my neighbor, a friend of mine, his dad used to go, always go to Hong Kong and get him Transformers, the Takara ones, the really cool ones. And he used to have laundry baskets filled with Transformers. And he had every single Transformer you could have ever think of. He had it all. Um, I think he had over 200 Transformers at that time. And I remember asking him, I'm like, hey, look, I got a Transformer. He's like, no, you actually have the trailer. The other part is not there. It's missing. And it was was Ultra Magnus. So Ultra Magnus had that trailer. (laughs) And then the white truck was the missing part right so i'm like oh okay so then i you know my mom got me ratchet because you know she's like oh look it's an ambulance that's safe for kids blah 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 so she got me ratchet I'm like oh man what the hell like but i was appreciative right oh whatever i could scrounge up and get i'd get it and i i, I play with it but i was lucky to have my neighbor uh, a friend of mine good friend of mine to this day i still talk to him um he would always you know let me come over to his house and we'd always play. And then I had my two friends who lived upstairs. I lived in the basement and the, you know, the three of us, uh, sorry, the four of us to this day are still friends. 35 years later, we're still friends. Um, and they introduced me to turtles. They introduced me to, you know, transformers and all, all the stuff. We actually called ourselves the Ninja Turtles. We actually, uh, <laughs> one of the, one of the, one of the friends dad actually had a van. So we called it the turtles van. <laughs> and we used to pretend in the van that we were going on missions and stuff when we were kids. <laughs> um, I was Raphael. They made me Raphael because I always had a bit of a temper. Um, so it, it was interesting. I, you know, we watched all three Turtles movies together at the same movie theater in Oak Ridge. We, used to, we watched it all three together as kids. And, yeah, I mean, so I stopped, you know, like thinking about collecting because I didn't have a whole lot of money. So it was whatever I had. But then when I got to the age around 16... And I got my first job. I started having some disposable income for myself, and I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe I might get into comic books and stuff like that. So I started reading some comic books. You know, I'm really not collecting figures at that time until I got my job um, at the airport where I currently still work. And a friend of mine's like, hey, uh, you should check out something called Dragon Ball. And I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, you should check out Dragon Ball. So I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. So I watched some of the Dragon Ball VHS tapes that he gave me. I'm really dating myself here, VHS tapes. <laughs> um, and I, I'm like, what is this? This is insane. These guys are destroying planets. This is nuts. And at that time, I thought Superman was the strongest thing. Right? And then I'm like, this, is, this guy named Goku is ridiculous. He's like, he can destroy Superman, no problem. So I got into that. I started collecting some Dragon Ball figures. And from there, I went to Gundam. But my love for Transformers never faded. I've always loved Transformers, and to this day still do. Um, so I always kept, you know, getting Transformers on the side. And um, so then something called Marvel Legends came out. It was, I, I remember going to the store um, at a local uh, city here nearby. And you guys probably know Richmond, um, where by Stevenson Pier, there was this comic book store there. And... I remember seeing these clamshell from Toy Biz, and they said Marvel Legends on it, Series 1. Iron Man, Toad, and a couple other characters. And I said to the guy, what is this? I'm like, this is the comic books I read? He's like, yeah, yeah, these are the highly articulated Toy Biz versions of Marvel Legends. These guys are going to be sought after. He goes, I just got them in. Do you want one? So I happened to see an Iron Man variant. Um, You know, Toy Biz, you guys remember that they would always throw in variants Mm -hmm. into every one of their series, right? So he had, he had the, 
The chase figures, exactly, yeah. You know, they, um, so they have the yellow and red Iron Man regular one, but they had a gold and red Iron Man variant, and he had it. And I, I'm like, okay, I want that, because it's going to be rare, I want it. So I grabbed it, and that was the start of my Marvel Legends line. <laughs> and I remember buying every single one of them. Every single one of them. And I remember getting even the variants for all of them. I chased down a variant for, um, what's the name, um, from X-Men, the guy with the wings. Uh, Archangel. 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 So he had a red and a, and a blue variant. So I picked both of those up. Uh, Sentinels. Everybody remembers those Sentinels to, you know, to this day. I had, I th- what did I have? I think I had like four or five, maybe more than that. I can't remember. I, I had, I had a bunch of those. See, and I had Galactus. And I had um, Giant, uh, Giant Man, Ant-Man. had him. And so the legend started collecting. You know, I started developing. The, and then... You know, when I got married, I had to scale it down because I had some kids. You know, having kids, you have to kind of balance life out. So I kind of slowed down a little bit. My wife was happy. She's like, oh, my God, he stopped collecting figures. Oh, my God, we have a chance now. <laughs> so <laughs> then once the kids got a little bit older and the diaper money kind of, you know, doesn't need it anymore. So I got back into it heavy. And, you know, here I am today. Uh, I think in the last five years, I've collected more than I had in my entire childhood up leading up to those years the last five years has been really condensed like i've been able to catch up on everything i've missed uh, and just you know you know going to star wars i've always wanted to go into star wars but i never liked some of the figures they had in the past but with black series coming out and and how much has improved i dove into star wars so you know like i don't see myself stopping anytime soon Mm -hmm. but i was just telling you guys before we came on today that I, I have pretty much everything I want. Every single figure that I want, I have. From all the lines that I wanted. So I'm very content. Yeah. I'm very content. You know, I, There's no grail left for me. That, honestly, there's no grail left for me to go because I've got it all. You know, Today, mm-hmm. I was able to obtain my final grail today. Um, the SS God Goku, Red Hair Goku from SH Figure Arts. I was able yeah. to obtain it today, which completed the grail for me of anything that mm-hmm. I'm missing in the past. But, you know, like figure collecting has changed so much it's so competitive now it's so crazy mm-hmm. you know we touched on yeah. that on our podcast you know scalpers what have you it's there's so much greed out there people are trying to make you know three times the amount of money with the bought something for it's crazy out there um you know but having communities and friends you know in, in the smaller communities helping each other makes a huge difference to get the figures what we all want right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um yeah you know, honestly, I I'm this is I'm really enjoying it right now collecting because there's some crazy figures coming out every year, and you know April 9th with Hasbro's Fan Fest, we're we're, we're going to be all over that. I know that for sure. It's going to be, mm-hmm. it's going to be a good show. There's going to be some crazy figures coming out. Um, for you guys, do you, do you do you feel that you've have everything you need? Was there something you're still missing in your collection that you're like, I need to maybe get this figure. Is there something missing in your collection that you're like, I need to get this thing? Currently, no. But what always happens is I'll start watching an old cartoon or an anime, and this character will come up. The last time that happened was Guyver. So what you're saying is I should recommend some good watches. (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's basically what happens. I'll I'll pick up a comic, or I'll watch an anime. Like, okay, that guy's pretty cool. I want him. I eat cloud. (laughs) I just went and hunted down the, I think it was um, the Figma or Max Factory. It was Figma Giver. So I tracked that down. And it's going to happen again. And it's going to keep happening, and that's fine. It's the thrill (laughs) of the hunt. I was going to say, have you watched Cowboy Bebop? I have not. Oh, no. Here we go again. (laughs) People recommend that to me, so I'm I'm eventually going to check it out. I recommend this uh, anime. It sets... It takes place. It's a futuristic type of uh, anime, but I recommend it. It's such a great anime. In fact, there Netflix is making a live action movie of it. So last time they did that was movie. Death Note, and I don't think that was received very well. So we'll see what happens well, with this. But I, I would dec- if you guys have nothing to watch, I would definitely recommend watching. I believe it's on Netflix. You can check it yeah. out. Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. and it's a great, great anime. I you would want to get this figure, and I think they're making some figures for it soon. I can't remember what company. But definitely uh, write that down and definitely watch that. Anybody who loves anime should definitely check that one out. Uh, one other thing I was going to mention was I, I, I do want to uh, 
uh, say that when I, when I went to, you know, when I went to the airport job and my friend, whose name I'm going to give a shout out to, Romy, uh, he's probably listening. He's a big fan of our show. He loves listening to it. He's the one that enabled me into collecting. And to this day, he tells me, he says, don't blame me for all of your crazy collection. <laughs> oh, and that's where you learned your catchphrase from. It, it, yes. So I, you know, I told him, you know, I keep telling him that you're solely responsible for this massive collection that I have because he's the one that got me into it. So, uh, yeah, Romy, if you're listening, you're, you're responsible for this. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, was there anything else you guys wanted to add to this? I have a quick question for each of you. Yes. Yes. Uh, we'll do a quick answer. What toy that you had in the past that you got rid of that you want back one figure and then the second question is any figure you can have created that hasn't been created which figure would you want and we'll start with d so i remember there was a show that they made off of this like creepy crawlers. They made action figures of that, and they made a like, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, and they made a cartoon God. show. And like, how are they going to make a cartoon about <laughs> bugs? And they did it. And I went and bought all the action figures. <laughs> They're poorly articulated and like very shoddy, but yeah. I want them back now. If I had to pick one, it'd be Hocus Locus. He had four arms, and he shot ropes out of his hands like Spider Man, and he was cool. And I want him Sweet. back. So now I'm going to go on eBay and try to find him. Thanks for sparking that memory. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, man. Who and would I want? Yeah. I do love me some symbiotes. So I think I would want Sleeper. He's nice. uh He looks pretty weird. He's a yellow and black one. He's one of Venom's offspring again. That's cool. But the cool thing about him is he was piloting a corpse for the longest time. He didn't take over a human like a, a living host. Sweet. And he's just like a very interesting type of symbiote. Now he's posing as a cat, I think. He just does weird things and I want him. I want him in my a symbiote cat. collection. I'll take a cat version. Yeah. What about you, Alvin? Um, so who do I want? I don't know if it's one particular figure. It's I want the reign of Superman figures. I want Superboy, you know, Eradicator. I, I, I want all Steel. those. Steel. I, I want those guys. But I don't want Todd McFarlane doing them. I, I want SH Figure Arts or Mayfix to take a crack at it. You know, their recent Superman that Mafex um, uh, or Mayfix, however you want to pronounce it, they killed it. That was an awesome figure. So I'm hoping maybe they would do those figures. I know they're doing the black suited Superman. So maybe. Yeah, the regeneration they, suit. Yeah. yeah, so I'm hoping maybe they kind of go out there and do more. That would be awesome. Those are the figures that I really want. Uh, in terms of a figure that I got rid of, is that was the question? Yeah. If I got rid of something? Something that you I... got rid of or had in the past as a kid that you want back. I, you know what? I don't have anything. I Not even your McFarlane Spider-Man? Or did you come to terms with that? I, well, that <laughs> McFarlane Spider-Man, to this day, I loved it. but Well, not to this day, but I had it with me. But when the retro Spidey came out. Oh, yeah, okay. Was, yeah, that was a nail in the coffin. I'm like, okay, it's time to let this guy go. So, yeah, I, you know, if it wasn't for that retro Spidey, I think I still would have had that one because I really want, love that figure. Mm -hmm. At the time when it came out, it was the most articulated Spider-Man figure you could buy. And it was highly sought after. I remember getting mine for, I think, somewhere in Peru on Brazil. Uh, Peru area, I think, on eBay. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah, so that was something that... But I never really got rid of anything in my wife probably roll our eyeballs if you listen to this. You never get rid of any order. <laughs> Doesn't get rid of anything. I, I do want to say one thing, though. There was a Transformer figure, Fortress Maximus. Now, oh, yeah. I really wanted this figure as a kid, and my best friend to this day who I talked to, he was the only one that had it. Even my neighbor who had all the Transformers, that was the only one missing. He got his from Singapore from his dad, I believe. And I remember him having it. To this day, he still has the original. He still has it with him. And oh, awesome. I believe three months ago is when I acquired it, the new version of it, and I sent him a picture. I'm like, hey, I finally <laughs> got one of the figures that I've been trying to get for a long time because, you know, up until then he was the only one that had it, but now I've got a newer version of it, and I couldn't be more stoked because it kind of 
completed my collection of giants and transformers. I, when I got him, I'm like, you know what? If I don't get any other transformer the rest of my life, I'm good. Yeah. Because I've got everything I want, and I, I'm I'm very happy. Nice. But yeah, in terms of giving away anything and coming back to it, I, I never really got rid of anything that I didn't want. Um, I remember one time I got rid of the chameleon from Marvel Legends and regretted doing that instantly. But I was mm-hmm. able to pick that up for for the same price, pretty much. I remember uh, selling it for a retail, and somebody went and sold it for like eighty dollars, <laughs> and then. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, why did I do that? And then I was able to get it back. The one figure that I wouldn't mind getting is the, <laughs> the rock and roll Jeez. Spider-Man figure. What's his name? Um, oh, the, the punk rock one? Yeah, I don't mind getting it. If I see it, I'm sure they're going to make another version of it because it's an old figure, right? So they'll probably make a newer version of that. Telford, how about you? Uh, my only real regret is uh, when I got rid of all my Legends figures was uh, Giant oh. Man, Builder figure. That's crazy. I don't I know how you... I don't know how you did that. <laughs> Man, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, there was a few that I kept. I kept, like, my Sentinel, and I kept, kept like, all my Punisher stuff. And, but, uh, yeah, I know that one for sure. <laughs> That's a definite regret. As far as, like, f- like, figures I would love to be made, I'm a huge Spider-Man villains fan. So pretty much any B-list, C-list Spider-Man villain I, I'm, I'm down with, so. Nice, nice, nice. I'd I'd love to see a swarm, or, yeah, or or uh, carrion or vermin for sure. Those those three. Awesome. Was there any other questions you guys wanted to kind of throw out there on the table? Oh, I got none. But good job, Chris. I like that little <laughs> curveball there. He well, he messaged me. And he's like, <laughs> just ponder this. I'm like, what are you doing, you weirdo? But great question. I love it. And then I forgot all about it. <laughs> I'm going to answer my question that I asked you guys. So one figure that I had in the past that I wish I could have right now was my Starburst She-Ra. It was such a cool figure at the time, and it was all about the packaging. And a figure that I'd want that has never been made before. I'm trying to work on a custom, but I think... um, not not Hasbro, but I think Mafex or SH Figure Arts would do a Wicked version. And this is going to explain a lot of my weirdness. You guys probably never seen it. Is Eon Flux. Yeah, I heard of Eon Flux. Yeah. Okay. Well, I give you props for knowing that. But uh, I would love <laughs> to see an awesome articulated figure of Eon Flux. I'm surprised they don't have one. I'm sure in Japan they got it somewhere. Yeah, so I'm trying to I'm make one. Sure. Yeah. When I do go to when I do to go go to Japan, I'm gonna go to that place uh, that everybody's is renowned for figures. It's, it's like a whole mile long of just stores figures. Oh. Uh, I, I the it's called Akibara. Um, I was told to go there, so when I do go there, definitely I'll I'll be taking a huge suitcase, empty suitcase. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll uh, I'll FaceTime you guys from there, and then you guys can tell me what you guys want to throw it in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> That, that'd be a really fun trip for me to go. I'll vlog that whole thing. That'll be fun. Yeah. All right, okay. Uh, was there anything else before we wrap it up today? Nope. 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 <laughs> Not for me. Okay. <laughs> well, it, it was fun to, you know, kind of talk about our, our history of collecting, and I think people who are listening would appreciate that, uh, where we started off from, where we are today, and we're probably not going to stop for a long time because we love doing this. It's fun. It's a great mm-hmm. way to escape. So with that being said, uh, wherever you are in the world or in the universe, have yourself a great morning, a great day, and a great night. Take care. Bye-bye. See you guys. Have a good night. Yeah.